everybody? Welcome to another, another edition of Oh Dear. I am one of your hosts, Brett Rabel, along with Christian Duran and Nick, Whit- Nick Whitmer. You know Whoa. him, you love him. Is that my name? Hey. Full name. Nick Whitmer? Jesus, Brett. Hey, man. Try my best here. Joe Biden over here can't... If you don't like me, then you're not black, Weber. <laughs> That's a wow. Joe Biden quote, <laughs> a roughly paraphrasing. What a time for that quote. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, the, mask, the mask around Joe Biden's face is less of a core coronavirus precaution and more of like a, hey, just don't say fucking anything and you'll probably win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, we don't mean to keep you safe. We mean just don't say anything. Just don't. You yeah. need to be at. It looks but, like a mask, but it's actually a muzzle, like put on by a campaign <laughs> team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's actually delivering a speech like right now. It yeah. was like live streaming on Twitter, yeah. and like you, li- I I listened to a little bit of it, and they're like he's saying all the right things that you can say, but every like eighth or ninth word is like a little off, and you're just like, man, this is not good. <laughs> Dude, I feel like Joe Biden is like a car that has the check engine light on, and we're like trying to ignore it because we just got to get to our destination. <laughs> We're trying to ignore the noises of the car telling it's, us it's about to give out. And we're like, no, it's going to get there. It's going to be fine. Like, listen, this, this car has another four years in it, right? I don't have to get it fixed right now. Like, like this car, is on its last legs. And we're just in denial because it's the car we bought for some reason, even yeah. though a lot of us didn't want to buy that car. And the other cars on the lot were like, oh, you should buy this car. And we're like, you're a better car. Why are you getting, you It's know? like a classic, like 1971 Dodge Charger. And we're like, yeah, that was a great car a while ago. <laughs> but like, could we go with like an 09 Prius? Like at this point in time, I feel like that's reliable. So we know, no, 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 we're going to get the Charger. No, we got to get the Charger because the Charger is the only car that can outrun the fucking orange Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> that we got to race on Saturday to save the yeah. center. <laughs> it's like the race is like actually, that's, it's like a short term race yeah. too. It's like, we're not actually thinking this car is good for the long haul yeah. it's literally like the uh in fast and the furious like the 10 second quarter mile yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get us there car just get us there and then once you cross the finish line then we can have the medical or the mechanic go all yeah. right your car has alzheimer's so <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you guys like how, I, i'm i'm like mixed emotions with everything because i've seen so much stuff that like like, for instance, so, like, this morning, there was a picture going around Twitter of a guy, um, a protester uh, with a mask on, and he has his, like, toddler around his shoulders carrying her. Oh, yeah, I saw this. And then there's a, uh, next to them is, like, three cops. One of the cops has, like, a gun of some kind in his hand, and he's aiming it. And if you look at it, like, instantly it looks like these cops are aiming at this little girl's face. But if you actually look at the, the photo, you realize that... The, the guy with his kid are in the it's in the foreground and the cops are in the background so they're yeah. probably about six feet apart so the cops are aiming at something that's like six feet to the left of this guy not at this guy yeah 
But then people are like acting like they're about to shoot this little girl. Right. And you see that and you're like, this is such horseshit how stuff like this spreads. And then the other thing was like the SUV. They're like, an SUV rammed a bunch of protesters. Well, he kind of like drove at one mile an hour until they all got out of the way and then left the scene. He didn't run yeah. anybody over. He didn't bow anybody. But then you see, you know, literally there's this black couple who just got ripped from their car for no apparent reason. They they knocked the windows in. They pulled them out. They fucking tased the guy. And, and then there's way more instances of like police showing up. There was one where there was a, 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 a black family owned this store. It was like one of those like cash for gold type stores or whatever. Yeah. And people were trying to loot the store and the, and the owners who were black were like guarding the front of it. And then the cops were responding to the looting and they showed up and just arrested the store owners because they just assumed they were the looters because yeah. they're black. Oh my so God. it's like, you see all of this going on on either side. And then like, you, it's just like, the whole thing is just insane. And, and it's like, obviously there's a side in my opinion that's more right than wrong and that's you know trump but no um, <laughs> <laughs> no and then you have trump declaring war on the american people and it's like where are you guys at with all this because like you know one of the things i thought was funny is like uh vanessa bryant tweeted a picture of kobe from a few years ago wearing yeah. like a I can't breathe shirt and what she literally wrote was she goes my husband wore this shirt years ago but here we are again I'm like, yeah, maybe because wearing a shirt doesn't do anything. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like maybe that's like the almost the least you can do is just put a shirt on or like post a thing on social media. Like you kind of need more action than just that type of stuff. But at the same time, it's like does everybody who isn't actively posting stuff. Are they complicit in this? Because that seems a little crazy, too. No. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a very. You know, it's just funny because I remember after the show last week, you just go like, wow, that was a really crazy, the Amy Cooper uh, man on the park incident. You're like, wow, that yeah. was a crazy incident. Yeah. Back to coronavirus. And then uh, America was like, we're going to show you what our most deep pro coronavirus is like the flavor of the week. But yeah. the real problem <laughs> yeah. of America is race and class. Yeah. This like COVID can take the news cycle away from race and class. Only so long. But we're gonna get back. But um, I I mean it just feels like everybody on every whatever their worldview or narrative is, you can find one snapshot video or several that confirm your narrative narrative worldview. Of course. Yeah. And you know, like. Including my friend who is a police officer in a conservative in Kansas. Like, he will find his videos and from his feed that are, you know, he's a police officer. And so, in his eyes, these are all just rioters. And they're all just yeah. losers. And, I mean, you try and explain to him, like, at least I do, that, like, a couple things are at play. First off, looting or rioting is... You know, a voice of the rioting is a voice of the unheard. When there's no other option, people feel like they need to riot. So if you want to fix the rioting, fix the, the combination of stuff that leads to yeah. the riot. And then you try and explain to them that, like, there's also nefarious bad actors, instigators at play here. There's opportunity oh, totally. actors who are just idiots. But then there's also actually like white supremacists who are trying to discredit the whole movement by instigating looters and 
looting and stuff and like putting bricks out i saw that i was like what the fuck like (laughs) that's so that's so cartoonish it's like i put bricks on this silver platter for you guys (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's weird and then there's all these videos that like you have to realize that there's no context like they'll show an eight second clip of a guy wearing all black spray painting something and they're like it was an undercover cop and it's like okay i i will if you you say so if you say so, but like, how are we so sure this is an undercover cop? And then like, they got like a the side of his face because he was wearing a mask, and you could basically see like the guy's right eye and eyebrow. And then they found another picture of a cop, and they're like, it's this guy. He looks just the same. And I'm like, are we sure? Because before we ruin this other guy's life, maybe we right. should be sure. So I, I don't know. It's like it's, there's so much crazy. It's like Wild West justice going on right now. And like I, I think a lot of these people's hearts are absolutely in the right place. Uh, I sometimes question the tactics of what they're doing. Um, but at the end of the day, Brett, I mean, it's like that Martin Luther King. It's like you're right. The, the, the riot is the voice of the unheard. And like the reason why these people are rioting is because like there is an unjust and it's not just this thing that happened it's happened over and over christian you shared something great on on instagram it was tupac mm-hmm. talking about like that using an analogy of like uh there's like a dinner party behind the you know closed doors and like black people have been trying to get in and like the first few times they asked nicely and then the second time they're like are you sure that's not cool and then eventually like we're just gonna bust through the door with guns until you give us what we're we're hungry you know and it's a really great metaphor because the people from the their civil rights act were the ones who you know for the most part uh politely asked for things and you know they eventually got some version of what they wanted but it's never been perfect since so like at what point is peacefully protesting actually not a viable action for change and what you know to send a message you know to 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 send awareness to, to exactly how upset you are maybe you need to burn some fucking cop cars you know maybe you need to you know, catch a police precinct on fire or, or vandalize a statue. I mean, if that's what's going to get people to go, all right, these people are pissed. What can we do to appease them? Then that's what it needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is, it's really insane. And, um, I saw like, it, it's insane to see the coverage of it because I was watching Fox news this morning and it was all about like the rioters and stuff. And this is not new, but it's just like, Fox News is all about the rioters and like showing just crazy videos of rioters like like looting places and breaking windows and property damage and all this stuff. And then like you go to MSNBC and it's literally cops on horses. It looks like fucking the original Planet of the Apes where the, <laughs> the dudes on horses like mowing down people. And it's just so it's just so funny of like these peaceful protesters versus um these evil cops and then on Fox News is these crazy niggas <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like it's just it's, it's really funny but yeah. I mean it's, what, uh, one okay. real quick thing about like that coverage is like it would be funny wit in that picture of the cop holding the um, the gun to the baby supposedly it would be mm-hmm. funny if they were like this was the crop photo let's show you the real undoctored image and he's actually <laughs> holding like a gun against like an alien behind them about to kill them or something like that. i thought you were gonna say a school class of black children <laughs> oh <my laughs> so God. it's actually worse <laughs> you thought he was aiming at one black kid but it was actually 12. <laughs> uh, yeah man i i mean it's they're really 
every news state, every all 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 everyone is doing. And first off, like you know, I have my own worldview on the issue, but I feel like everyone feels like their worldview is right. But the truth is. One worldview is a little more accurate than the other one, and I know that delegitimizes some of people's other worldviews. The truth is always somewhere in the middle. Like, yeah. unfortunately, though, the, I mean, like, the reality of America is the truth about racial injustice is not really in the middle. It's not like, you know, what I, it clearly there is racial injustice. I don't know. It's, I I think we're we're inching our way forward, and I know that inching is not uh, fast enough for people who are you know their lives are at risk simply because they're black. But one of the things I I'll say as a positive from this is the same people who you know talked about Eric Gardner and um, I'm forgetting his name. It's it's sad, but the guy in Ferguson and stuff is a lot of the people who who would have posted. Well, why aren't they complying? Why are they resisting? What's happening here? Um, actually now I see them on social media like a lot of the same people in my feed at least are saying things like like listen like n- this guy needs to go to prison that's murder what he did and it's terrible and he definitely needs to go to prison the other cops involved need to go to prison but I still respect law enforcement I don't think we should destroy property which I think is like those people have been forced to kind of at least move a little bit further into the direction of just yeah. Because they're at least acknowledging now that it's murder and it's wrong and they should go to prison for it. Whereas in the past, a lot of these people who I've seen anyway, like, again, this is kind of uh, anecdotal evidence based off of, like, four or five, you know, people on my social media who are, you know, consistent. Yeah, you're right, Christian. Blue Lives Matter people and, like, the stuff that they post has kind of changed to where even Trump is acknowledging, like, Trump is giving speeches. And at this point, it's like, it's just too late. Like, everybody who likes Trump still is basically like, he's acknowledging that it was murder. It's like, yeah, but come on, this guy's done nothing. And and, and then and then he's unleashing violence on, on the American people. But Trump is acknowledging his speech that the, it was murder and that this will go, um, this won't go unpunished and this, that, and the other, and justice will be served. So even the people, I think, who... Um, would have normally said this is all bullshit or at least on the side of this is bad. So that's at least something. Right. Right. But it's like, this issue is clearly bigger than one case. That's what like some people don't realize. Like when people say justice for George Floyd of undeniably true, but also George Floyd is representative. He's just like the powder keg, so to speak, or his case, I should say is the powder keg that blew up like centuries of just dynamite being stacked and you know what I mean? This is uh, the, the thing that's crazy about this one is that it, I don't know. I mean, I, I have no way of knowing this, but like, I wonder if it would have even been this big if he had died some other way. Like, let's just say they just shot him. Whereas now it's, it's he literally says, I can't breathe in the same way that Eric Garner did in 2014. He's dying yep. in the exact same way by yep. the exact same authority. Um, and nothing was so basically nothing was done. Nothing was Secretion. nothing was finished. Nothing was learned. Yeah. And we're, it's still the same thing. So now it's like, well, fuck it. Yeah. You're going on record and saying that the cops should have shot him, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just I for just, just for self-preservation, if nothing else, like, how do you like? Don't you think if you were, let's say, you're not even a racist cop, 
But let's say you have your fucking sh- your arm on like a black dude. He goes, I can't breathe. Wouldn't you just go? What? What? Sorry. <laughs> like, wouldn't you just go? Oh, that's a buzzword. Let me. Especially like you're you're arresting a guy for a nonviolent thing. Like he's accused of using like a. I'm actually not a hundred percent sure, so I don't want to just say, but I've heard anywhere from he used a, a bad check to he had a counterfeit twenty dollar bill on him. Either or, like, I've honestly gotten money before. Like, if you ever, if you work in any type of cash business where you, like, get tips or anything, I've actually had $20 bills yeah. uh, that, that are counterfeit on me, and I tried to deposit them in the bank, and the bank wouldn't take them. And, like, you know, using a fake bill, I mean, it's like, that's, you know, that's actually way more common than I think it sounds to people. And yeah. obviously, regardless of if he used it on purpose or not, that doesn't justify anything even remotely close to what happened. Yeah. But again, it's like completely nonviolent. It's like with it's like uh, Eric Gardner selling Lucy cigarettes, and it's like, well, that's illegal. Okay, sure, it's illegal to do that. Is the punishment death? Is the death penalty the punishment for selling loose cigarettes? Because no. otherwise, like, what what do we like? How is that even relevant to the conversation? Well, just so yes, get... he might have used a bad check or used a bad bill, but uh, that's not in any way relevant to the conversation because we're talking about him being killed by a police officer. Well, just to give a little more, uh, round out the story, like a little bit more, um, just from the New York Times article that I'm paraphrasing is that he went in to buy cigarettes uh, from like a bodega or whatever, um, used a fake $20 bill is what I read, um, and the cashier took the $20 bills, realized it was fake, and they tried to like track him down, but he was already gone. And then... He said their policy is to whenever they get a twenty like a fake fake money, they have to call the cops and like report it. So yeah. once that happened, he was already there, and it was Memorial Day, and apparently from the story, he was drunk, and they uh, the cops tried to I don't know talk to him or whatever. Um, maybe they tried to arrest him. I I should probably read the story a little bit better, but for whatever reason, um, they were trying to get him in the car. And he was not complying, and that's when shit went out of hand. Yeah. I mean, oh man. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually. I didn't. Yeah, I read that, but you know, to me, it's like. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, it, I mean, it's. You'd like to think if you're quoting the New York Times, it's not wrong, but you know, you do never know in the world, I guess. But I, I, I think, think that from now on about their opinions online and everything should have to say, I could be wrong, but <laughs> yeah. because everybody is speaking with like absolute, including myself, with like absolute authority and absolute true, perfectly yeah. true information, and the reality is, is like. You just think of look think of all the disconnects that's happening. It's just because we have such different pieces of media. But frankly, some media is fucking fucked. And I know they would say my media is fucked, but my media is mostly just online Reddit, and I feel like it tends to just be more about what actually happened. And there is bias in Reddit because it's like things get upvoted, and then you just go, "Oh, something's highly upvoted, so it must be good." But, like, all news now, there needs to be the website where we go for news called ConfirmMyWorldView.com. And it can just say, it's called ConfirmMyWorldView.com, and it goes, what do you believe happened in this situation? Are all protest George Floyd, like, and you just click what you believe, and it'll take you to the news yeah. site that confirms what you want to believe. Because that's all we're doing anyway. It just gives you a Mad Libs yeah. article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh... 
choose the word like three protesters and or if you think the other way like three thugs <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's you know what it is is like and myself included in this is like we are our generation and a lot of people maybe not just our generation maybe it's just all of people we're a lot of like headline reading maybe first paragraph reading motherfuckers who they don't even get all the information we read the headline and maybe the first paragraph and then completely form an opinion on it without getting all the nitty-gritty details and we just go crazy over it like the whole george floyd thing like it to me i haven't heard all the stuff about he was drunk and they're trying to arrest him to me it's like when i hear that i think okay like i've worked at a bar where we had to bounce drunk people out of the bar before and it might sound difficult because they're drunk and they're but they're it's actually kind of easy because they're motor skills are all compromised because they're drunk they could easily have just bear hugged him and just threw him in the back of a cruiser and just taken him to the drunk tank and he would still be alive like none of that shit would have happened like there's there's no reason to, ha to have to choke him or hold him on the ground with your knee on the back of his head especially for a non-violent crime like there's no evidence at all that this guy is violent other than the fact that he's not compliant with complying with you and i think that's pretty fucking normal anytime someone tries to get arrested most people aren't compliant um very few people just go all right yeah take me in the, most people are going to be a little bit resistant to the idea of you arresting them over something that they don't feel like was wrong in the first place and if he used a fake 20 dollar bill i guarantee you he didn't know it i guarantee you he didn't know it because i've i've had fake 20 dollar bills before again it's it's way more common than you think like we got a bunch of cat cash for the wedding and we're scrolling through the wedding and i found a couple bills that were probably fake it's just they're they're in rotation honestly they are. i paid whitmer a hundred dollars in his wedding gift all fake 20s i made sure <laughs> that i only gave him fake 20s <laughs> one of my dreams by the way is to get it's not an actual dream but i we've talked about this is a side tangent like Part of me thinks that I would be an amazing counterfeiter, and I think that I would do counterfeiting better than how counterfeiters have done counterfeiting in the past. Like, I would be like the Hendrix of counterfeiting. And the reason I say that is because counterfeiters get greedy and they counterfeit 20s and 100s, and you don't, you can't counterfeit your way to wealth or richness. Yeah. What you do is you counterfeit your way to your bills being paid. And give yourself $500 in supplemental counterfeiting income a month. You counterfeit ones and you counterfeit twos. Here's why ones. Ones, fives. ones and fives, not twos. Twos are too rare. The people, yep. when, anytime someone sees a two, they stop and go, oh, is this a $2 bill? Ones and fives. Exactly. Twos are like a celeb. It's like you hide in plain sight because everyone goes, oh, my God, a $2 bill. They light up when they see it like it's a celebrity. That way they're just like, oh, my God, it's a two. They don't even look. No one knows what a two looks like even anyway. So it's, you know, it's just it's the right thing to counterfeit with because it makes people excited. I disagree. I think if you do ones and fives, like no one has received a one dollar bill and did the thing where they they hold it up in the fluorescent light to make sure there's. <laughs> it's like it's a one. Who cares? You could literally just have a series of ones and fives and get away with it. No one will ever second. No one will ever look twice at a five or a one. They're way more common. Like it's a common. Like to me, the two dollar bill is like you're getting a little cocky because. $2 bills are so noticeable, and if you draw attention to it, there are more likely a chance for you to get caught. You gotta have the right amount of twos, Wit. I'm just saying, <laughs> would it, let's be honest, would it really arouse suspicion 
If you know, you went to Best Buy and you bought a TV with three hundred two dollar bills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As I'm sure. saying that, I'm I'm realizing it's a terrible idea, but yeah. I kind of just want to dig my heels in as with any belief i have yeah you really but, counterfeit money is only for day-to-day bodega use like it really isn't gas and groceries gas and groceries yeah i mean i don't even know if you can get away with grocery quite frankly like i mean i'm sure grocery clerks have dealt with somebody coming in with 151 dollar bills and uh had to count it out so maybe they they don't care that much but like um uh just one real quick thing i just wanted to say i'm looking at this article the 911 call, which I don't know why you got to call 911 for a fake 20. The caller described the man suspected of paying with counterfeit money as awfully drunk and he's not in control of himself. So that's kind of a wrinkle that I don't know about. Not that obviously he deserves what he gets, but that's uh, it doesn't. That's how the situation can get out of hand. I think the situation aren't people basically saying like again George Floyd is one of so many, and it's also like George it's like police reform and laws changing like I try and explain to like my friend like white supremacists like outward white supremacists are not that numer numerous but white supremacy is rampant and it's just invisible and it just exists and you try and explain like. Dude, black people weren't even allowed to assemble until, like, in some assemblies were, like, it was illegal to just a group of black people getting together was illegal, like, 130 years ago. Yeah. How recent is that? That's very fucking recent. These are basic things. Black people weren't even allowed legally to read. Yeah. Like... The, and to you go like I don't know I'm not that well informed but to people thinking that you know protesters are out of line or like you know they don't have sympathy for the Black Lives Matter movement you go okay so what you're just saying is that they're all making it up you're saying right. they're all making yeah. this oppression up I know you would go oh victim mentality is bad and I agree like sometimes people I mean of all fucking stripes try and do victim mentality. Conservatives do it as much as liberals, which is what's annoying too. They play the victim card all the fucking time. And you're like, so you just, every black person, you just want to say, you're lying, you're lying. You just invalidate just an entire race of people's experiences. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, well, I didn't see it. I mean, my neighborhood's pretty good. Like, I don't see anything going like that. It's like, yeah, that's not the point. I know you don't have a Klan hoodie in your wardrobe. I think I, my my thing is I think we need to change the word privilege to the word benefit because when you hear the word privilege, like the average white guy who makes $40,000 a year is like, <clears throat> I don't live a privileged life. What the fuck are you talking about? But if you say, oh, it's a benefit, like you have a you have white benefit, meaning you benefit from having white skin in a lot of ways. And here's several reasons why, you know, that to me is a little bit more honest than the word privilege. Because um, I just think you, you, it's a better PR move. To, to, we should probably adopt privilege or uh, benefit over privilege. Because I think that's the big sticking point with a lot of people. I think a lot of people hear that and they go, "What are you talking about? I, I work 50 hours a week. How am I privileged? I don't have any privilege. I'm I'm paycheck to paycheck. What's my privilege?" And it's like they yeah. they don't see themselves on the top of any type of totem pole, but they don't realize. Like Christian was talking about with that guy in the store. Like how many times have you? 
like as a white person, if you're listening to this, or I, I'll say as as me, how many times have you been drunk in a store? So many times in my life I've yeah. been drunk in a store. There's never one time been a, a fucking phone call place that I was out of control of myself when I was drunk. And it was a holiday weekend. Of course he's drunk. Yeah. He's having a good time. It's a fucking, he's probably barbecuing down the street. He wants some cigarettes. He's like, it's the most human shit that we all do. But for some reason when black people do it, it's like high risk to their fucking life. So I think, I mean, yeah, you mentioned the white privilege thing and it's absolutely true that like, there are gradients of white privilege and impoverished white people don't really benefit from the white privilege that a suburban motherfucker like me did or does, I should say, present tense. So, like, that's when they get angry is they look around at their shitty life and they go, what are, you, what are these liberals talking about white privilege? Yeah. What privilege am I getting? I live in a trailer park or I have a, you know, I work two jobs or my job just got shut down. Like, so they don't feel they don't have access to white privilege. It's like so then they get frustrated and uh, maybe, you know, I don't know, white benefit. Give it a PR spin. That might work with That's the thing. Like, if you live in that that trailer park, the world is still kind of for you in the way that like like. Just like I know the media has changed, and when I say media, I don't mean news media. I mean just overall multimedia is like there are more people of color represented in everything. But like for the longest period of time, like everything was made for white America. So like every commercial on TV, uh, with the exception of something that was obviously targeting like a black audience for whatever reason, like a Boost Mobile. I don't know why Boost Mobile. It's like you know what we're gonna be the black people's cell phone. Like what, what? What? Like what? It's what kind is, of, how did that happen? How did that happen at all? But, um, but like you see, like certain and certain McDonald's ads, you'll have there's literally white people McDonald's ads and black people McDonald's ads. They literally will be two different ads, yeah. and it's the voiceover guy. You can hear it's like a fun black guy doing the voiceover, and there's black people in the commercial, and there's a basketball for some reason, and then there's like the white people one where they're like talking about the McCafe and the salad, and they're all they like they literally have different ads for different people. But anyway. For the longest time, though, everything was just made for white people. Like, the newspaper, uh, it, it was basically designed for white people to read. And, like, that's just the way it has been for forever. Because white people were the ones in charge of everything, so they were making shit for themselves. Even, so that's where the white benefit comes in, is even right. if you're a trailer park yokel who makes no money and has a hard job, you know, at least you're not being discriminated by your skin color when you walk into a store. Or when you're watching the news, you don't feel like an outsider to the country. Or, right. you know, all, all of these things. And this is the situation is people will... Sometimes I hear people who are, you know, uh, unsympathetic to, like racial justice please will oftentimes make the claim of like i just want it to be a meritocracy yeah and you go i understand that point of view but also the rules of what is meritocratic are designed by white people yeah so you made the rules that judges merit so can't you see how they're also sl like white slanted even if they're not specifically like white slanted there's an inherent implicit and we're not saying it's done evil some people are saying it was done evil there are some institutions that were done like evil but it's just it exists it's like the sats do have you know there is like a caucasian bias when the questions are fucking like tom lends mike eight sperry shoes mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, black people read that and they're like what the fuck does this one, one motherfucker got sperry shoes like, like who the fuck is ethan? 
<laughs> yeah, you know, it's like one of my favorite things about it, the, whole, the whole idea of America being like, in any way at all, a meritocracy is so, it's it's not true in any way at all. Look up if you have a chance, like if, if you're listening to this, go to YouTube and look up uh, like an open Anthony Louis C.K. clip where he's talking about uh, Betamax versus VHS and how Betamax was the superior technology to, to the point where they still filmed shows on beta years after VHS won. But VHS like was the more cutthroat, like took people to court, sued everybody, did whatever they have to do to be like the, the leader over Betamax. So it's like the, the best thing with the most merit on the quality of itself isn't always and maybe seldomly never going to be the thing that actually uh, is what we all use and, and, and get. Uh, I think that it's literally designed, as the system is designed to reward like the, the person who can give something the cheapest and the quickest, and the quality of it has to be just good enough to where we'll tolerate it, right. whereas it doesn't... It's. I mean, just look at, like, do you think Walmart is better than, like, the local guy in your and who used to live in your town who who had sold shoes or books or CDs or anything that Walmart took out of business do you no, think that Walmart uh, was better no they were just cheaper and everything convenient. was in the same spot and it was a little bit more convenient and everybody else went out of business it's like Walmart's not better though it's just it's just a misnomer to think that it's this is a meritocracy so that's another thing too that annoys me is people think America is this land of opportunity but it it is to a degree, but it's not to where people, to the degree that people are making it out to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Holy. Degree. Well, I'm, I thought you were going to talk, Christian, and that's why uh, I was trying to. I was a little bit. I'm a little bit distracted. Uh, uh, is Beavis with you? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Why? I don't know. Like every now and then, you'll like grit your teeth and start shaking. So I thought you were like, you're like uh, yeah. doing something to Beavis. No, no, I, I have a. I'm fidgeting with a water bottle. Oh, okay. <laughs> I swear to God, Whitmer, if you strangle Beavis, <laughs> I will. I'm just talking to you guys while I'm choking my dog to death. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his genetics kind of inherently strangles himself, but. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, weekend, uh, this weekend, Beavis and uh, my dog Louie got together. And, uh, <laughs> it was oh like. Oh, my God. It was literally Spart all day. Just gay brothel, like <laughs> I just heard Natasha laugh in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so it's gay brothel. So Christian has since put Louie up for adoption. It started Did with Louie. Chemistry. <laughs> there was chemistry it, there, huh? Fucking it's Louis. really funny. Yeah, go ahead, Christian. No, I was just gonna say because it was like it was Sunday, so I was like May thirtieth, and I was like, God, Louie's fucking early on Pride Month. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Louis started like like really wanting to hump Beavis, like obsessively humping Beavis, and Beavis is is gay, so he doesn't care very much. <laughs> but he so Beavis would do this thing where like the dog started Louis started to try to hump him, so Beavis would just lay on his back, and then Louis would start sucking his dick, and he was like, "All right, this is cool with me. I can." Do. So we're just watching this happen. We're like, "Can you stop sucking the dog's dick, please?" Sucking or like licking? Because like, I'm picturing like. It, I mean, I mean, in the way that a dog would suck a dick. I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot of licking, but there's some like snoofing and like it's it's romantic, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Was Beavis but, like, oh, too much teeth? <laughs> Be at one point, I didn't see this, but Natasha told me that at one point, Louis like licking him 
like hardcore. And then Beavis yeah. puts his paw on Louis's head, <laughs> like puts it down. Yeah, I saw that. And I was Literally like, Jeez. Did, did, the, did this whole thing. Yeah. He and does the Superman pose. <laughs> <laughs> so Beavis also like decided that he was gonna hump Louis. Louis and yeah. like Beavis is just like Louis weighs ten pounds. Beavis weighs thirty pounds. But they're not that like in terms of the actual size. They're not like that far off, but there's a huge density difference because yeah. Beavis is so thick and wide. So like Beavis just like puts his front arms like over top of him <laughs> yeah. and just like basically the body weight collapses Louis yeah. and he starts humping him and then Louis starts like, um, like I would say moaning but yeah, crying like, like crying <laughs> he just goes ah, ah, and <laughs> like I had to break them up because like. Louis didn't. Louis was trying to fuck and then d- didn't realize how easily he could be dominated. <laughs> and he just sat there in the corner for like five minutes, like going, "Oh my, oh yeah, no. oh lord." <laughs> was wait? Are you saying there's a little bit of R going on? R. What? A P E. Oh, we're, uh, is there dog? Is there dog? Oh yeah, we're th- yeah we're throwing that word around all day. Like Louis <laughs> yeah. was raping. That's all he was doing. There's no other word for it. And And I want to say that this is why people tune in to Odeer. They don't hear tune in to Odeer to hear us talk about very (laughs) complex with with our platitudes, race, and social issues. They hear, they come on, and they want to hear us talk about (laughs) dog sex and dog sexual assault. Well, this is is what I was going to say before the podcast. Like, this is a horrible thing to say, but it's like. This is the stuff I wanted to be tweeting about, but because of George yeah. Floyd, I, you can't really. Like, it's not. I understand that it's not appropriate to tweet this stuff, but I'm like dying for the world. Yeah, to know it's that. funny because like yesterday, I I'm out in Long Island and we're on the water, and there's a fish market like less than a mile from from the house we're at, and it's just like amazing fresh seafood that comes in from the bay, and like I got some mahi mahi and I made this fish bake. It was so good. I'm like taking pictures of it. And I'm posting it to Instagram, and I'm thinking like, is this a little tone deaf that every someone's scrolling through their feed is going to be like BLM, BLM, BLM? Ooh, mahi mahi, that's good. <laughs> Fish taco. And now it feels it's funny because it, now it feels like you doing that is like a political statement yeah, exactly. in and of itself. <laughs> like you're trying to act like it's not legitimate or it doesn't yeah. exist. And but then I thought about it. I was like, is there a certain cuisine that I'm allowed to make during protest? Is like, is this too, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is there like, if I was making hot dogs, would that be somehow better? Wait, like, or do something really tone deaf and say in honor of BLM, I made fried chicken and Christian <laughs> chicken. <laughs> I, was already, I already knew where that was going. <laughs> oh my God. Make it, How make, People go, oh my god, this oh race. Just make it keep getting it more racist. Like I made fried chicken, I made collard greens, I made, I have Kool-Aid. Like you, you know, it'd be even worse like, if you didn't say in honor of BLM. You just like it was just like three posts, like one of you eating fried chicken, the next of like watermelon, and then like one just enjoying grape soda. And like in a row, you're just like, wow. But <laughs> it was no caption. Said, no comment. Just, like, I would think you, it'd be funnier if you if I did that and then I was like, I'm supporting BLM today. <laughs> like, no. Just thinking how like, oh, by you eating fried chicken, you racist. But you know what would actually like if you had, thank God the dish you had made wasn't like fried chicken or something, like just completely irrelevant and irregardless like Yeah. And then uh, people think that you're tweeting that in uh, reference to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I also, like, 
so I'm trying to build like hungry wits following on Instagram. So like one of the things that's like a, a tactic to get Instagram is like to post regularly. So like I post a lot of pictures of my food, um, partly because I'm already going to cook it anyway and, and I like to cook. So I might as well also just snap a picture of whatever I'm making. And, you know, it gets people engaging and stuff like that and whatever. You get more followers. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm still thinking like, is this going to reach a point where I'm what I'm doing is completely tone deaf? Should I just stop posting? And it's like, I don't even know. I, I, and like, I don't I don't want to just post like I think like people who just post like the Black Lives Matter thing. It's like the equivalent of just wearing the shirt. It's like it's literally besides nothing. It's the very least you can do is just make a post and then walk away and go. I affected the world. It's like not really like I feel like what you should do is like you can use if you have a platform you can definitely use it for things like that like seth rogan's doing something really funny he posts like these uh black lives matter things and then all of his fans who like start bitching to him about it he just like replies to him he's like unfollow me you don't deserve my movies you suck you're a fucker (laughs) like like if you actually have a platform and you want to and you think that like you know posting stuff like that helps uh, you know maybe you maybe you have more but i have you know i don't have enough followers to make a difference with my fucking post but, about i mean and, and also like it's an interesting issue because uh you know my sister-in-law she has a uh you know pretty famous mommy blog on instagram and um it's i mean it's a mommy blog so it understandably focuses on yes. mother the joys the challenges etc and she'll always write like really thoughtful, like little kind of like journal entries and there'll be a photo with her and her kids. It's adorable. But she told me there are people who are like Instagram DMing and messaging her that she's it's like messed up that she hasn't used her platform to say something about this stuff. Yeah. And I don't think that's Tara right either. First off. It's okay to just know what your lane is and think it's okay to stay in your lane. You know, if I am a charity that focuses on animal rights or dog, you know, like dog safety, I don't have to tweet about Black Lives Matter, even if I, as just a person, agree. And I'm not being not saying something just because you have a platform and you don't use it to say this does not mean you're unsympathetic does not mean you're a bad person and it shouldn't even be seen as political to not feel like weighed in on the waters do you know what i mean is that yeah, a, you agree yeah, with that yeah. it's, it's like, also that's like to not... me like some of these people like it's like a facebook profile is like you don't have like on your facebook page you have like your friends and your family so like you're either going to appeal to people who already agree with you, but do you really think you're going to change your racist uncle's mind with a meme? Like, do you really think that, like, the people who, like, on your Facebook feed or anybody who follows you who are really racist, do you think that you're going to change their mind with a post like that? Like, if there's a mommy blog person who's who's a Trump supporter and, like, just likes the mommy blog, it's like, does that person suck in some ways? Maybe, probably, I, I would assume so, but is it your sister's job to change that person's mind? It's like, that's what I find it so strange, is like, people, like, all of these fucking corporations are making statements for Black Lives Matter, and I get it that in their mind, if ever, all these corporations don't tolerate it, 
you know, maybe that's how change happens. You know, maybe that's the maybe that'll change things more than anybody else posting it. But at the same time, you can't help but be a little cynical about it. We talked about this before with the gay pride parade. It's like how many of these corporations are just doing this for the good PR and like to sell more of their shit? Like, are they really do they really have a conscious? They don't. I mean, first off, corporations are not a per. We need to go back to where companies in their ads can only talk about their product and why it's good. Because now every commercial is either trying to be your fucking funny friend or it's trying to be like moralistic and we're cut. Ultimately, you're just trying to. I mean, I run a company. I am, you know, one of the founders and operators of a comrade company. And like your companies are not people. They don't have perspectives like people. So anything they say, it is inherently cynical because there's clearly an agenda. The agenda is it's like, hey, Wendy's, if you really cared about Black Lives Matter, maybe you would pay your black employees more. You pay seven fifty an hour or whatever the fuck it is. Well, I mean, it's, you know. It's mainly like they don't care, but it's kind of a good sign that companies are now all doing it because, again, it shows that we're turning a corner on racial issues to where at one to where companies now feel like it's safe to say they're anti-racism because like there's there's like that cynicism. There's like a silver lining to it where you're like, okay, now companies feel like they also can say it and it's safe. Whereas when Kaepernick was doing his shit. It was only the companies that could market capitalize on it that did, you know, Nike and I think a few others, whatever. But now they're all, you know, now Kaepernick, Kaepernick's going to get even more endorsement deals from all this. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's been pointed out so many times on Twitter, so it's not my point, but it is really ironic that when Kaepernick was peacefully protesting, he was shit all over and he lost his job. And then when the riots start, people are like, hey, why can't you protest peacefully? It's like, didn't you see what happened when he protests peacefully? The guy lost his job. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 it it's, takes, uh, I don't know. It's funny that you mentioned Wendy's because they're trending right this moment. Wendy's oh, is over party because apparently the CEO of uh, Wendy's donated huge sums of money to uh, Trump's campaign. <laughs> so, but they have a snarky Twitter. How could they like Trump? I know. But then the other thing is like all these like, especially a company like a company is over party. Two things. One, this is pathetic that our generation hosts parties for people, things being canceled. Right. Like Even that word choice is like yeah. You're really having a good time just trying to dance on someone's yeah. grave. If when it's a celebrity, it's like that's fun to you to just go they're the evil one. Yeah. And when they had a, an opinion many years ago that probably wasn't perfect based off of where we've progressed. And then second off, these like Wendy's is over party. It's like yeah, you're not gonna eat Wendy's for that day or week, but you're probably gonna forget about it, right. and it's probably not gonna affect your. It's it's the Chick Fil A thing, like. I didn't eat Chick-fil-A for maybe a month, and now I'm back. Hardcore. Like, <laughs> I thought you were about to hold up a Chick-fil-A cup, Brett. <laughs> like, you reached over your desk like you are going to grab it. <laughs> but um, I, I do want to say one thing about the uh, posting and not posting. I There's somebody on my Facebook um, you know, timeline who posts constant, like, Black Lives Matter stuff and all this stuff, but, like, was doing it all the time, even before this happened. But uh, they were, like... Uh, they're like, if you're not posting about this, you're part of the problem. Or like, your silence is deafening and all this stuff. But I'm like, 
you know what though like if you didn't post about like if if posting about black lives matter solved the issue then george floyd would still be alive you know yeah because people were posting about it 2014 and it's still the same shit it's like and and back to this point about canceling and like feeling like you did something and it's all back to like the slacktivism thing but it's like this uh this stuff doesn't really do anything like you can cause a twitter campaign but at the end of the day it's like wendy's is too big of a corporation to shut down and that's i think what like obama has talked about is like you know the it's actually i think it's okay that everyone's just tweeting or instagramming you know the black post and saying um well technically people shouldn't say the hashtag black lives matter with that black post because it actually buries the real information in the algorithm yeah but i think it's okay i we all know it's small and we all know it's not doing a ton but i think it's okay to contribute to the digital like social media equivalent of like being in a crowd at a protest it is small it is nothing but it can also be a little staggering or a little you can't deny it when you scroll through your feed regardless what your political affiliation is and you see all these black posts so like the aggregate of them can have a small effect at least in terms of just making people and i'm not like criticizing anyone who does it because i think you're doing a small, tiny thing. Is it a small, tiny thing? Yes. Is it going to fix it? No. But it's the smallest, tiniest thing I can do in my bed at 8 a.m. Yeah. So maybe it can help in the smallest, 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 smallest way in terms of being a face in a crowd. You might, it might, it might help a little bit. But I think that it, it, in terms of like the motive of these people, the cynical part of me goes: these people are doing it for the likes and the retweets, and like yeah. they're doing yeah. it so they I get attention. Because like I, getting these black post, like the black bar posts, it's not getting that many likes. That's why I haven't put one up. I just need to keep my algorithm like ratio high. <laughs> yeah. It, it, so, but like, but do you know, like there's something to it where they go, oh well, if I just make this post that takes no effort of my time i get credit for being this woke person and i get likes and then i feel good like somebody um i saw someone on twitter wrote something and uh i, I don't know who she was but she posted something and an iced tea liked it and then she had a separate tweet going oh my god you guys iced tea liked my tweet i'm like is this what it's about yeah that's exactly what did it you about. Did, exactly and it's like you like a famous person liking your tweet could be entertaining for anybody in the world let's be honest but at the same time it's like you're are you doing this it's not like you wrote a joke that ice T wrote or like you know or like you literally like he liked something that you wrote about black lives matter and then you're like going like "Ooh, i got a like from ice T. look what i did and it's like this is this is your heart in the right place because it just seems to me that i know people and i know how addicted social media is and i think everybody gets their dopamine hit from getting likes and retweets and shares and all these things and i think that's the part of like where i why a lot of these people their hearts in the right place but i think they're being selfish and like i i remember i knew a girl right like in the war of, for when the war of iraq was going on and she was she said that she's like i'm gonna wear red every single friday to support the troops and i'm like how does that support the troops in any way at all like you're just wearing red like if I wore red on accident, do I all of a sudden support the troops? Like it's like literally you're doing it to get attention for supporting the troops, but you're not actually in any way at all supporting the troops. Like there's nothing from your actions that have done anything for any troop ever. 
So, like, some of these things to me are so needless and they're so self-indulgent. No, but even the act of her doing that, she is doing it for herself. And, of course, that doesn't actually help the troops. But, you know, she's just a private citizen. What can she really do to help the troops? Donate protest vote. You go, go vote? Donate protest vote. Yeah, like it's not okay. it's not a fast our system's not fast. It's not meant to be fast like that. that you know, like I really think that if you donated ten dollars every Friday to, uh, you know, the wounded warriors or whatever charity is good. Um, that's more impactful than wearing red on Friday. She She's doing it for herself, but it's OK for people to do stuff for themselves. It's like people all the time get mad at others for posting gym selfies and I am like, I've turned a corner. I'm like, who the fuck gives a shit? Whatever you need to do to make you get to the gym. Yeah. My feed is not sacred. I don't right. need to own, like, tweet a picture of a salad if it makes you happy. You know yeah. why? Because we're all wasting our time on this anyway. And if it gives you That's joy, true. my feed is not sacred. So if you need to post a big black bar to feel a little bit better about yourself and to be one small contributing post in a sea of posts, it's good that you're doing it. I agree that it isn't, we can't act like it's actual action and we can't feel good about ourselves for doing stuff, uh, for doing that because it is so minimum effort and it's actually not even effort. But it's like, whatever, my feed's not sacred. People act like their feed is sacred. I don't want to see a salad. Why the fuck not? What else am I looking at? Nothing. So show me a salad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't agree with, I don't know. If you don't want to post, I don't feel like you should be made to like have to do it. I feel like white people are more being shamed into doing it more. Yeah, in the sense that's that like, true. If, you, like if you're black and you don't post anything, I don't know if anybody's going to be like, what the fuck? You, you don't think black lives matter? But if you're like white, I know a lot of people are seeing like, oh, I'm seeing a lot of my feed. You guys are posting like your silence is deafening. That's the, the thing everybody keeps saying. Your silence is deafening. And it's like if you're white, I would imagine you're kind of sitting there going like, well, I don't want to if I don't say anything, uh, it looks bad. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of funny that every <laughs> private citizen now has to a little bit be a politician. Yeah. And we all have to a little bit be political figures. Right. Because we all when have platforms like, now. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're we what platform none of us I'm just a guy and yeah. like you shouldn't no one should have to post anything and it's not deafening and also by the way you don't like someone doesn't know what I actually did with my time or that I donated yeah I just don't you don't need to feel the need to like I don't need to it's okay if you do that because maybe it can contribute to others feeling like they have to donate even if they have to donate out of guilt yeah or yeah. or to be a part of it so it gets a donation that's good anyway but it's like the you know there's a good deeds are done and not necessarily said and right now we're doing minimal deed in saying it you know right. what i mean it's like yeah no i also think it's kind of deed. yeah you're right and i think like on twitter like i've noticed that people are like sh- they're like rappers they're like oh a lot of rappers that we listen to aren't posting anything it's like do you need designer to fucking yeah. tell you anything like is that going to inform anything if soldier boy yeah like did, you know like, it's like that it's, uh, dave is, chappelle joke where he's like what's ja rule somebody get this motherfucker on the phone <laughs> what's ja yeah. rule think about 9-11 yeah, yeah. It's, ja. it's, 
it's like it's one thing if like you have some like Jay Z. I feel like is like an elder statesman and has talked about stuff like this before. So it's one thing if it's Jay Z or someone like that. But it's like does every rapper does does every mumble rapper who let's be honest is not really working off the peak of their intelligence at a lot of the stuff that they do. Yeah. Uh, do we really need to hear their voice in this time? Is that really going to add to this in a meaningful way? The only it person I want off that Aerosmith has been silent. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Christian? Yeah. The only person? No, ACDC wants to put out a song called Back in Black, but now they're fucking mad quiet. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, but I was going to say, the literally the only person who I wanted to hear from was Obama. He's the yeah. only person yeah. that yeah. I wanted to hear his statement on the thing and you're like you Which just want him, you just want him you want cnn to just go like uh we're going to uh former president obama's house where he'll address the nation and like just quietly just let him be the president for a little you know what i mean it, not officially well, because this is what's so frustrating too on like some people are so digging their heels in to prevent themselves from admitting that trump is just not a good leader right. forget political politics all. forget politics just straight leadership. Is he a good leader? Do leaders like lash out? Do they <laughs> cower and hide in fear? Like, no, like they don't. I don't care if the leader of your fucking swim team or your PTA association acted like this, you would go, this person's a fucking crazy person. Forget where he stands on guns and everything and all that shit. Just the leadership abilities he doesn't have. And I agree with you about the, like, again, forget what you say about politics. Barack Obama had leadership qualities of trying to pull people in, trying to be a unifying force, giving credence to very real, like, complaints about stuff, and also giving, like, credence to the idea of not looting. And, and yeah, I mean... He's a he's just, a he's like, an adult. He's a fucking adult. Have an agenda when you say Obama is not a good leader. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I think that's the thing too with this is like we talked about it before in the podcast. I think I brought it up is like the idea of having a politician who is very boring and cliche and robotic and stuff. That seemed to be like a thing where people started bitching about it like, "Oh, I don't we want Trump to shake this whole thing up. We don't want just another boring robotic politician." But you kind of need a boring robotic politician to kind of not be someone with the highest authority in the country who just throws shit on everything and throws flame f or uh, whatever you want to call it, gasoline on every fire. Like Trump does nothing at all to calm. He does nothing at all to say, hey, guys, let's just take a breath. I was thinking of this. Could you imagine ever, ever Trump apologizing for something? Could you ever imagine Trump saying the words, Man, I, you know, I'm sorry. I, I I was going for this. It didn't work out. I apologize. He has such an ego, and he's so insane that he literally, he's the worst person to be a leader. Yeah. He has no humility. He has no, it's all ego. He's an egomaniac. So I agree with you, Brett. Regardless of politics, whatever you think about him politically, even if everything he's done on a political level is is what you agree with, it's undeniable that this part of his presidency is an utter fucking abortion and it's awful and it's borderline like even if you agree with him a hundred percent on politics 
this quality of him is enough for you to be like, this guy can't be president. If you're a reasonable person, in my opinion. And then also this too, like I, yeah, like even looking at like, even being a practicalist, one of the reasons I, as a practicalist, didn't think Hillary, the, one of the problems her presidency would have faced is she's just a radioactive forget even if she should be or is, or whatever, she was a radioactively political figure, and therefore, when you become that, you it dampens the effectiveness you can have. Trump is radioactively political. So even if you like him, he's not good at being a leader because he's radioactive. Even if yeah. those people who against him are being unreasonable, which they're not, but even if they were, he's just now not fit because he just can't do anything Yeah, because he's just radioactive i've said yeah radioactive. yeah go ahead i'm done no sorry i no. i've said it no, before no. it's just like he's he's too shiny of a toy for every like he's too big of a distraction for everybody the people who like him like him too much and the people who hate him hate him too much that this is just not nothing can get done and nothing gets and it's just all just i can't even imagine him to what you were saying Whitmer. i can't even imagine him saying you know looking back like just that <laughs> like yeah i wouldn't even say that um <laughs> But yeah, I'll take Bush at this point. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, because Bush at least was a person who would. Has Trump even addressed the nation about this? Has he? Yeah, he did last night, and he declared war on the American people. Essentially, he basically he said he's going. To, dude, go, you gotta see go this ahead, tweet. Hold on. Yeah, he literally was like, um, he literally was basically saying like, we're gonna send the military. That we're law and order, and um, it's literally like. As you're reading it, you're like, oh, this is like a, a movie where like the the evil character is finally revealed to be evil to everybody. You know what I mean? Like he might have been fooling some people before. Like there's no question that this guy is evil. There's no question this guy's an egomaniac and that he cares about himself more than anything on this planet. And himself is the only thing he fucking gives a shit about. The whole did you see what he did with the church? Yeah, he yeah. Just showed up at a church and held up a Bible, and then when yeah, but they before him, that, he yeah, he gassed every person that was there. He had them all gassed to remove them because there were protesters there. So he literally attacked American people who were protesting peacefully to get them off of the church, so he could have a photo op holding a Bible. Which, by the way, the fucking guy's never read. He's not a Christian in any capacity. No. The people who think he is is rid- ridiculous. So he literally is like, I need a photo op to appease my. Christian fundamentalist voters who have somehow sold their soul more than he has to fucking like this piece of shit. It's 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 bananas. It's pretty funny because you know Obama and Trump both don't give a shit about religion, but they both know that it's a way that people can find community. Yeah. So they both can wear it. It's just the way Obama did it had a lot more grace and class. Because yeah. you know Obama, I mean, he's a, a college professor. He doesn't really believe in religion in terms of the dogma, but he believes probably in the the soft elements of bringing people together like the and spiritualness working. of it or whatever. Yeah. But listen yeah. to this tweet from uh, Trump today, uh, two hours ago. Yesterday was a bad day for the Cuomo brothers. New York was lost to the looters, thugs, radical left, and all other forms of low life and scum. The governor refuses to accept my offer of a dominating National Guard. NYC was ripped to pieces. Likewise, Fredo's ratings are down 50%. Exclamation point. Like, what a fucking... Here's the next one. 
NYC, call up the National Guard. The lowlifes and losers are ripping you apart. Act fast. Don't make the same horrible and deadly mistake you made with the nursing homes. I didn't even get that. But um, this is the dude. Yeah, it's tough he's, too. He's what not a leader. Is it feels like you know? I want to be a person who can talk about other stuff other than politics and stuff, but yeah, it's just too. You much. know, it's all it is. It's all we have in our lives right now is like because we're none of us are able to do our pursue our other stuff. So yeah. it, it can feel like my only connection to the outside world is the news, and I get a little annoyed when I've seen some celebrities being like. You know, you should just unplug from the news. It feels really good. And you're like, dude, I, we don't have that privilege, all right? Like, we actually do have to stay informed. So it's, you know, it's not a fairy tale world where it's like, just get off your phone and don't read about it. Well, we kind of have to right now because it's affecting people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. I'm the same way. Like, I I have my own opinions that I hold in private and that I'll, I'll talk about on the podcast they don't make my way into my art you know like i don't like to do it with comedy and i don't consider cooking like an art for it by any means but like my cooking show things like that i don't feel like those places are appropriate places for for my opinions on these things because one i mean my stand-up i have i you know with stand-up comedy i feel like you need to have your own voice and my voice that i have now is not the type of voice that's political uh i can make some jokes about it but it's not i'm not bill maher i don't want to yeah. be bill maher i don't want to be dennis miller i don't want to be john stewart i you know that's very something that's very specific your voice as a performer and a comedian it's something that's very specific and you can't just change it on a whim to be political because that's what people think you should do so i don't like to to, to really you know do that but privately and on this podcast i'll talk about the type of the, the, the stuff um but I would say, like, to anybody, you know, if you're if if you're just posting stuff on social media to get, you know, likes and stuff, consider donating money to certain charities. Like ACLU is a good one. Black Lives Matter. Um, I think I, I just pulled some up. The Ball Project, the Liberty Fund. It's just Zero. also it's also like, so funny because everybody is telling everyone to donate. It's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like if you're gonna it, like if you want to do anything that makes you feel good, I guarantee you a, a ten dollar donation to any of these uh, these companies or, or whatever you want to call them are, it uh, is better than just posting something without doing anything else. So my my thing would be donate and and protest if you want to protest if you feel the need to protest. That's certainly an effective way. And also just fucking vote. Like I know it sounds lame, and I I hate when people tell me to vote because. Especially like comedians and stuff, because comedians are supposed to kind of be like we're, we're not necessarily supposed to be like the the uh, like the anti-establishment by any means, but like per, like the the motto of comedians shouldn't be like participate. Yeah, it's great. It shouldn't be our jobs. We're just supposed to be taking notes and making fun of shit that we want to make fun of. So I always find it hollow when famous people tell you to vote. So I'm not famous. So yeah, I don't go vote. Okay, I don't have. You don't have to worry about me being a douchebag like that. Just go vote. Like I know it sounds it's it's small, but like Obama made the perfect analogy. It's like steering a cruise ship. When you turn it a little bit, the change isn't isn't immediately uh, recognized, but 
over the course of the ship's trajectory, it can be dramatic in the long run. And a lot of change is very incremental. And I know people are impatient, but that would be my that would be my suggestion to anybody listening is donate, protest and vote. Try not to steal from a target. But if you want to, I don't give a fuck about target. I literally don't. So do whatever you want. In fairness, I don't think anyone's listening to this podcast for their guidance on how to live their life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what's Whitmer going to say? Somebody get this motherfucker on the phone. <laughs> yeah, people weren't like, all right. Yeah, we're Brett but, I, but I'm saying I would be more comfortable talking about it here than just making a meaningless post on social media is my whole point. But right. I know you And you can talk about what you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I agree with you, Whit, but, you know. I don't know. Just say I say I say don't vote, loot, and fucking take whatever you want. I actually think everyone needs to sit down, shut the fuck up, and watch WWE together. Exactly. (laughs) I think Christian is about to make a good point. No, no, I was just watching the Fox News like the I mean, the footage of looting and stuff. And it's all like fourteen or fifteen year old kids, basically. Like so to me it's like, oh, you guys aren't even like even if they're black like you don't understand the gravity of exactly what people are protesting. I think you're just going to try to get an excuse for free shit and to run off some of that 14 year old angst. Yeah. You know I mean like, so to be like all oh, these looters, I, I don't know. These protesters are looting. I was like, I don't, it's not really them. It's like, yeah, if it, I was 14, it, they're like, I was, I was saying black teens are going through 1999 right now. Like they're, they're, <laughs> they're just doing, they're just flipping the bird 20 years a little late. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. In the, like people are sometimes willfully trying to just, it's a tactic to see them all as looters yeah. because you don't want to actually combat the arguments of what their protesters are saying. Yeah. So you just try and dismantle the entire legitimacy of their points because you can't beat them in logic chess. So you just go, oh, they're, I'm not even going to play. They're all looters. They're bad. Well, that's a tactic and you're a mental wuss. So ultimately, ultimately, I don't even think I think like it's largely a class based issue issue because who's all at the protests? Working class, impoverished class, middle class people, a lot of white people who's not at the protests. Very, very rich people because it's entertainment to them. Also, cops aren't doing that well either. So imagine how terrified the system would be if you know, the cops marched with the protesters. And then also imagine cops are like wearing the resources that if the money put into those resources was just generally put into society, these riots wouldn't even happen. Like they're wearing millions and millions and millions of dollars in equipment. Yeah. Real quick. I just want to mention what I thought was really funny. Did you see the video of uh, the lady in target? Like there's all these uh, looting going on at a Target, and then this white lady, wearing like a nightgown, just walks out of Target with two very specific lamps. It's almost like she was that Target a week before, and she's like, you know, I really want these lamps, but they're just a little out of my price range. And then she's like, wait a second, they're looting Target. <laughs> she literally walked out, with a lamp in each hand, just looking around like, well, I got my shit. Like, you know what I would do her. if I was like, a business. She didn't steal like an Xbox or like she wasn't she didn't steal as much. She literally was like, I want those two lamps and they're overcharging them. I'm taking them with me. There's a video of a person uh, like a Planet Fitness got, you know, broken into and stuff. 
And there you can see there's a video of one person still working out on one of the ellipticals <laughs> even though it's been broken into. It's like that person's like, you know, I was going to pay for a gym membership. Now it's free. I'm still getting my pump in. I'm not <laughs> going to let the world ending. I found that hilarious. I saw that video. It's like they break into a Planet Fitness. First of all, why? Are they going to steal a, a treadmill? That seems like not a something that you can get to the place to your home very easily but yeah they're just running in the planet fitness on the, on the elliptical that was hilarious yeah we're all you know people are all going to kill each other it's just uh you know if oh, there's wow. a race war if there's a race war on this podcast christian yeah i am choosing wit <laughs> Whatever race he is. <laughs> Jokes on you, because Wit's the white supremacist, and now he, he ate your meat in his bunker that I know he has. Wit, sincere question, Wit. How much gold do you have buried in certain pockets of America? Uh, zero. Mm. You, I grew up on a mountain, bro. <laughs> we, we, I'm not. You, your family is is the LL Bean catalog family. <laughs> what, are, what do you guys have living on? <laughs> what do you guys got going on? You guys have like a secret slush fund or something to pay for? No, do you guys donate to pay for the cops' attorneys? <laughs> no, <laughs> these police cases. We don't have gold buried, but we have you know a diversified portfolio of ETFs, stocks, and bonds. <laughs> <laughs> That are, you know, it's pandemic proof, you know. I would recommend to anybody, if nothing else, just for a laugh, go on the Reddit conspiracy page. Uh, This conspiracy subreddit, because, whoo, this is interesting. (laughs) I was thinking, guys, um, conspiracy theories are, uh, this is, I so, I don't know if you saw this, so Anonymous is back, I guess. Okay. And uh, you guys know Anonymous, it's that group, they all wear the Guy Fawkes mask, and apparently they leak information um, well, I, I saw him on Instagram trending that Anonymous is back, and one of the things that they leaked was, and I don't know if this is true or not, or if it's real, or if it's fake, or what, but apparently they, like, found, uh, they unsealed a sealed, um, a lawsuit, like, the paperwork in the lawsuit that was, uh, involved in Jeffrey Epstein, and it basically ad- accused Donald Trump of having sex with a 13-year-old girl, mm. uh, repeatedly, over and over again, and, um, Again, this could be completely fake. It's very easy to just Photoshop court papers to make them look like what you want them to look like. And no one taxes all the time. Yeah, no one's talking. <laughs> no one's talking about it. But the funny thing is, I I read that and I go, that's crazy. If they actually found this, they like because they hacked into the Minnesota police or whatever, and they published all their emails and passwords. I'm not 100 percent sure what the point of that was, but they did that. And um, like another group of people did that so like they're hacking into things and like releaking things so i was like you know if something happened in like a court uh, we all know how how bad the new york unemployment website is so if all of these information are just on a website you know that's it's probably very easily hackable if it's run by the state that it was in because all of the state websites are so terrible but anyway if they hacked into like a computer and stole these documents and published them that's really interesting but as you scroll through you read one of their tweets was just michael jackson is still alive period that's it the next like all of the conspiracies that they so even if that's real they have a michael jackson is still alive tweet so it's like you know it's funny as if michael jackson was still alive and he came back to do an address the news is so crazy i don't think he'd get that much coverage <laughs> like he would still have to compete for shit 
let me know if you guys want to do this in a future episode. I think it could be fun. But I just want to point out how easy it is to make a conspiracy theory and make it seem like it makes sense. So I think like it would be fun for one episode. We just make our own conspiracy theory. We start with like one piece of news. Yeah. And then like somehow make a connection to another piece of not related news and yeah. then make up frivolous reasons why they could be connected and then connect it to something else. I think that these things, when you don't have to have facts that are corroborated or sources that back up anything, I think making a conspiracy is the easiest thing that anybody with imagination can do. Right. Um, I saw this thing, and uh, not to get too far into it, but I saw this thing where it was like um, somebody was explaining causation is not the same thing as correlation. So meaning that just because this happened and this happened, doesn't mean that it was planned to have happened that way it's just these things happen because of this not yeah not because uh somebody orchestrated that yeah i that's something that it's we've talked about it before but it's like there's no nuance or subtlety anymore so people don't realize that two things can be true and that doesn't mean they're related or whatever like here's two things that can be true the media could have a bias and a slant against Donald Trump and they could be trying to do whatever they can to expose Donald Trump uh, for doing wrong. And also Donald Trump can be a terrible human being and a president. No, Just dude, Donald, media, it's like, it is both. Donald, yeah, the media has a bias against Trump and then Donald Trump's actions and words also have a bias against Donald Trump. But so that's the thing. Like, if, if that, that's the thing. Like, people will be like, the media, this is, this, and I'm like, that doesn't undo what who Donald Trump is or what he stands for. That even if the media posts an article that's completely fake that, about Donald Trump, that doesn't negate what Donald Trump. That, that's something that, that people do this all the time. Like, um, Trump will do something and be like, well, Obama did it too. Well, if he did it too, then that's not, it wasn't right then either. Like, that doesn't mean what happened is okay because someone else who we like did it too. Like, this whole, like, hypocrisy justice that people do on the internet where they just try to be like, well, they said this, but here's a tweet where that says that is so stupid and it completely ignores the complexity of life and the shades of gray everybody lives in. And hey, you know what? You can be a, like Gandhi apparently was a really amazing human being in a lot of ways. He also fucked 14-year-old girls apparently. So like okay, the, like the, we can live in a world where you compartmentalize certain things. It doesn't completely undo what Gandhi did. It doesn't mean that all the things he stood for were wrong. It doesn't mean that fucking 14-year-old girls is okay because he was a Gandhi. But like we have to be able to have a, an adult conversation about certain things. Uh, and just kind of just go, okay, listen, this is true and that is true, but we can focus on, yeah, Bill Cosby was a great stand-up comedian and the Cosby show was a great sitcom. That's on the show there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he also was a brutal rapist. I think it's important to talk and about before. both of these things. <laughs> I know. Because it, honestly, and by the way, that was fucking hilarious. But uh, honestly, it even it shows you that anybody can be bad, and it, it's like a lesson to be learned that just because you make a sitcom that's great doesn't mean you can't be bad. So you know, I just think that the, these adult conversations need to happen, and I don't think that Twitter or the internet seems to be a place where they actually do happen. All right, I think Agreed. that's true. Very well said. The Jews will not replace us. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. End the show there, then. Yeah, that's even better. Um, oh, dear. Uh, so, Brett, where are you going to be? Or, well, well, what do you got to no, plug, no. I should say? <laughs> I'm 
going to be in Bangor, Maine. And uh, right now, you know, Wimmer used his plugs in telling people to vote, so Wimmer doesn't get plugs. <laughs> I would like to use my plug to tell people to continue with business as usual. Christian? <laughs> um, I just want to say COVID is a hoax. Uh, find me at ChristianDuranComedy.com See Duran Duran on Instagram <laughs> Christian Duran Duran on Twitter Or vice versa Big Rick Yeah, donate, vote, protest, whatever Also go to Hungry Wit And like me, because I make the cooking stuff Alright guys Alright, thank you guys Peace. Like, yep. share, subscribe, rate, and view See you next week, bye Later.